amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. And a good afternoon, everybody. Another edition of the Daily Ticket is underway on a Thursday, and we got a little three-man weave happening here in the booth. Oh, I always love those drills. The three-man weave drills? Do you ever do those for basketball? Rest in peace, Bobby Knight. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He seems like he would be a three-man weave type of guy. I love it. You know, one of my favorite moments in life in all of sports is when he threw that chair. That chair throw is like one of the greatest things ever. And the best part about it was back in the Isn't day. Is that one of the greatest things yes, ever? ever, ever, <laughs> hands down, ever. Could you a basketball imagine, coach throwing a chair could in you a gym during a game? If a coach did that today, oh no, what it would be like? First of all, they would ban him from the sport entirely, yeah, probably for good reason. No, no. And Bobby, what do you mean? No, Bobby Knight was one of a kind. Bro. Yeah, Bobby Knight was also not one of the best. You need you, people on the planet. It doesn't matter. He wasn't. Oh, he wasn't there to man. be a good person. He was there to be a good head coach, and he was even better than that. Also, Bobby Knight didn't give a damn. Actually, these are the types of people that I wish we had more of because he didn't, he he didn't give a damn if you liked him at all. Now, was he perfect? No, but he didn't care. He did his way, and you would respect him. Rest in peace, Bobby Knight. I have no idea where that came from. Yeah, no but idea. He, <laughs> speaking of college basketball, so I just saw this. Now, yeah, what's up? There's big news. Yes. Awesome. Two people that we that we know very well here. Uh, big five Hall of Fame inductees All include right. Right. Mike Kern and Dick Girardi. Get the hell Both out Both in the here. Big Five Hall of Fame. That's amazing. Well so they'll be inducted during the December 12th. It's the Big Five Classic that they're, that they're doing this year at the Wells Fargo Center. And those two will be part of a seven-member class. Let's get Dick on the show tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that. that's a great honor, and those guys are at, like they're legends, and they're on our airwaves every Saturday morning live from Parks Casino, and it's it's incredible to kick back and listen. You've been a part of that show from the beginning, John. It's just great, and it's the only thing that goes to my mind. It's like these guys have been doing it forever. Like they know it, they could tell us a story about Bobby Knight, and you know, oh, I'm, they can I'm, tell oh, you they, plenty they of stories, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's great to hear. I'm happy to hear that. Nice. All right. As I said, a little off the rails, but that's what expected here. <laughs> uh, three man weed. Yeah, three that's man what happens booth. when you show up two minutes before the show's coming on with a with a huge Wawa coffee in hand. Jeez. Dude, airing our dirty laundry Jeez. like well, that. Well, you're just coming in hot. Roy's here early. I was, on, you know, so. I was in my car on the phone. Were you? For for an hour and a half. What I've been here for down? 90 minutes. Oh, sure you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. You come in with the biggest Wawa coffee you can find. We got it. What, what yeah. kind of blend do we use? You get some holiday you blend? You can't stroll in late with coffee in your hand. Yeah, that, I know. That's, See, that's the thing. That it's not like you stroll in late, but you stroll in late no. with like food. Yeah, you you went do. somewhere beforehand. Yeah. Yes, I you did. You thought you had time. Did. So you went somewhere. It is 3 o'clock. We are on time. <laughs> yeah, You made a conscious decision to stop somewhere while you were running late to work. 
just just saying. Like, well, te- then- technically, technically, Roy, just to bring you behind the scenes here, iHeart they don't want us here early. Okay, this is this is still dealing with the pandemic mentality. Okay, so this way every studio I, is I, the same what? because of that. They Baloney. want us. Uh, they want us, they want us fifteen minutes before. I don't the think show. they want this show fifteen minutes before. <laughs> this is a live talk show, Sean Brace. This is different. Okay, different. We and got then a, we got a long also, night. We the, got a long the night. The intro is playing for the show, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And you're hearing the who playing the intro. We're about to go on, and Brace stands up out of his chair, looks out the door, and goes, "Is that chicken wings on the table over there?" <laughs> As the as the opens playing, where's your head at? Yeah, well, definitely not. Is here. that all you think about is chicken wings tonight at Paddywax? Apparently, you hear my spot that I cut. They got world famous chicken wings, so I'm looking oh, forward to scoring those. Last night, chicken wings. had some wings. Last all night, all chicken wings are world at famous. PJ Willihan's man, those things were world famous in my belly <laughs> <laughs> after after a big. <laughs> After a big union victory last night, too, so a lot of fun. Look, we do have a lot to get to. A lot of the uh, issues in the sports world, we got ourselves a really good NBA basketball team, which I want to start with, actually, unless you want to talk about the Panthers and Bears and start talking about bets with that. Uh, We got some great college football. I don't want to talk Panthers, Bears. I really don't. The Eagles are on a bye, so I'm saying, like, let's open it up with the 76ers. And, of course, what we saw last night uh, look, you know, this team, that was a tough test. That was a, an early, an early, extremely early season battle, right? Like, uh, a lot of people were saying, don't get too crazy over the result. Either way it goes. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to speak on the totality. The question that I would have, and I'll come right to you. First of all, Roy Burton, got John Jansen, as always. I'm Sean Brace, Daily Ticket. Get involved with any of the conversation at Fox, PHL Gambler. Of course, of course, Roy is all over fantasy for us, but the man does it all. He was hanging out with Bodner at PHLY Sports, talking some Sixers action. Uh, Roy, do you do, yeah. I mean, you do it all, man. You do NBA, you. you do, uh, you do college, you do, uh, fantasy, you do NFL. So, of course, you're well-versed and can spit on anything. So. I do all those things, but the thing is, Roy does them all yeah, better. Yeah, Roy so. does them better than both of us. Exactly. <laughs> no, um, but the, the, the question I would have for you guys right from the jump is this. right? Like, What were the expectations for you specifically early? Right? Cause, and I bring it up because of this. I see so many people, again, social media and, and friends that I talk to, uh, a lot of people are like, all right, I'm back. I'm back in. So my point is, like, what... I get what is grabbing you right now, Mm -hmm. winning. Mm -hmm. But what did you expect in the first two to three weeks of the regular season? Not you, but people. Because my point is, I never thought that this team was going to be bad in the regular season. Well, I don't think anybody knew what to expect. I think that was the thing. Because you have a new head coach. Like you Obviously, you don't have Harden. You're going to miss some kind of scoring and some kind of playmaking without Harden. So you just didn't know what to expect from this team. I mean, you know, we all love Tyrese Maxey coming into this year, but we didn't think he was going to be this much of a playmaker at this point in the season. So I think it was more of a, a wait and see kind of thing with this team. Okay. But they just came right out the gates. I mean, they, you know, they took care of business against the bad teams, the Wizards and the and the Raptors and teams like that. And then again, this past Wednesday was the measuring stick against the Celtics, and you know, they they did exactly what you know they were supposed to do: took care of business at home against a team that started out. 5 and 0 this season. So now everybody's like, okay, now we know what to expect. Now we can say that, you know, what we're seeing with Maxi doesn't appear to be fool's gold. Now it seems like Joel Embiid is more engaged, you know, at the beginning of this year than he has been, you know, during most regular seasons. Now we can get on board and believe that this team can win and maybe compete for, you know, a top 2, top 3 spot Ooh, in the East. Ooh. All right. So now we're on that train. Yeah. 
And again, it's all it's way too early to get too crazy. But at the same sure. time, and Jansen, this is over to you because I, I look at the odds, and Sean Bernard's going to be on the show a little bit later. I, you know, looking at him on DraftKings Sportsbook, the Sixers right now are seven to one to rep the East. Now, I'm not talking about win at all. I'm just talking about get to the NBA Finals. And the reason why I bring that up is because you got the two teams at the top. We know that they're going to be locked there. Of course, the Celtics and the Bucks. But the Sixers are seven to one, and if they continue to win and beat teams like the Boston Celtics, their numbers are only going to shrink. Their odds are only going to get worse. So I'm saying to people right now, especially Sixers fans, put that ticket in your pocket. And I have no, you know, like, I honestly think that they could do it. Uh, again, it's a, it's it's definitely throwing something against the wall right now, but I do know this for certain. Come December, those odds will be 4-1, to one, yeah. plus 350, yeah. if not less. Okay, but how much did those move, I guess, in the offseason and when James Harden left? Because if the Sixers had James Harden, because what I'm saying is they that improved. They're, they're, they're kind of, they might have improved. They did improve on the odds. Did they imp- oh, improve like because well, oh, no, they were winning? They were nineteen. But. No, before the Harden deal to okay. win the NBA Finals, they were nineteen to one. Got rid of Harden, they were eighteen to one. So they improved as far as odds. I'm I'm just thinking that you know, especially because last season they were really high up in the odds, and I think that team is comparable to last year. Uh, and, and what I mean by hype in the odds, they were very short odds to win the Eastern Conference. Like they were one of like three mm-hmm. teams that right. you would consider to win the East. And I think that is a similar situation they are in. I don't know if that situation's any different though. You know, I, I, I know that there is, there's a new facelift here with a new coach. Ooh, I like that. Tyrese Maxey has, has now been the point guard and he's been excellent. And I think maybe even better than James Harden that role just because Maxie's so much better as a I think creator now as a scorer than James Harden is but still it is not I don't think it is any different than the situation they were in last year if that makes sense like that it, that still is a team that is probably uh, still a step down from I would even say Milwaukee and Boston and the this is still that, a really good Eastern uh, Conference the, team the but team I don't that they know just beat last different. night the team that yeah, just but beat they last beat, night they beat them in November they beat him in, like, I don't know if they're going to still be better. Than, they beat him in November at home, too, by the way. Yeah. I think they're in a better class now than than Miami. And I don't know if I was able to I was able to say that a month ago. I like that. I think they're better than Miami. I think I think before the season, I mean, even now, Boston and Miami, Milwaukee are the class of the Eastern Conference. No one, no one doubts that. I think there was some d- doubt as to who the third, fourth, fifth best team is in the conference. I think we can definitively say the Sixers are the third best team in the Eastern Conference. Right. And I think to me is that is the same place they were in last year. So it's it's now we didn't know if they could mm-hmm. because it's different. There there's a lot of new, but now that they are here and they they're, they're playing as well as they are, I think we can say safely that they are they are the third team like they were last year. So they're th- in this similar So you thought spot. they were better than Miami last. You were confident they were better than oh, Miami. Oh yeah, but they were definitely at least going into the playoffs they were better I agree. than Miami. Yeah, yeah, I don't, you know, I that was a, that was a really and you know, it, and it ended up becoming the Sixers yeah. had in the game <laughs> 6 in like 4 minutes left in the the fourth quarter yeah. or whatever, 5 minutes left in the fourth quarter that they could have won that series yeah. against Boston. So that that was a good t- I just we're we're back in the same spot, and I think the number is finally moving to a, a place where it's it's becoming that. Like the Sixers are are back to being in that same spot. I don't know if that's worth buying into because the number is getting shorter, and we're gonna get start getting to that probably plus four fifty, plus five hundred. Like Brace is probably alluding to that if it's seven to one right now, that's what it's going to likely get to. Yep. I just don't know if I'm I'm willing to buy in so much on that. 
All right. Well, you just have to be impressed with what we saw last night. Again, I'm impressed by Maxi over and over again. Yeah, Nick Nurse, the the bench depth. How about the depth of the team? Yeah, right. Like that's definitely a, a strength right now. You got guys like Pat Bev, who who again, you got to find the role. You got to figure it out as far as rotation, and Nick Nurse will. But you got guys that you can go to that. Are, are are professionals at, at what they're great at, right? Like Pat Bev, I'm not looking for him to score me a winning basket. But I want you bet your ass I want him on defense in the final 30 seconds of the game, right? And yeah. he did show us a little bit of that last night. Um, and he's, he's definitely a glue guy. He's a guy you want inside your locker room. You don't want to play him, but, um, you know, definitely a guy you want in your team. Ubre's been shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus you got all these guys that really haven't been, uh, um, acclimated so much after the trade. So, like, there's a lot to like about this Sixers team right now. And again, I, I know that a lot of people are cautious and don't even, hell, cautious is even the right word. A lot of people are sick of it. They don't want it. Like, no, nah, man, I'm good on that. This team, Joel Embiid's the main piece. Now, tell me you haven't heard that a hundred times in the last year. Get, now, I, these people are delusional, but get rid of Joel Embiid. He's the reason. Da, 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 da. Well, he's come up short in the playoffs, so it's hard to argue, and especially after last year, that's the, the, the main one that's in our mind. Yeah, and I guess I guess because those things are happening with Embiid in the, the playoffs, I think we start to nitpick things about his game because last year he was, and even now he's a great scorer, and we know that part about his game. He's the greatest but, scorer of all time, okay. John. Okay. James. He is. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, that's coming. Up. I, I just don't. Want, that's okay. coming. I don't, even up. Know, I don't even know where to go with that. That's so. I'm just going to continue my point. Is if you didn't yes. just say that out loud. Yes. So I think with Embiid, you start to nitpick some things about his game because there's just something not right when he gets to certain situations, especially in the playoffs. And to me, the turnover problem is still, he just doesn't process things sometimes as quickly. And I hate that I use that word and then everybody thinks Sixers and process, but he just, he doesn't, he doesn't understand some, sometimes what the defense is doing to him in a way that I can see with great players like Jokic. Jokic understands everything that's happening around him and what they're doing to him and how to get out of it, how to work and how to take advantage of maybe double teams in certain situations. And Bede last night, had Drew Holiday on him and had no idea what to do with it. Like he was just he was stunned by it. Couldn't process <laughs> actually how to how to do anything with it. And it led to three it led to like three or four fast breaks. It led to the easiest points the Celtics had all game long. Yeah. And so there's just things like that that happen over and over again in a beats game. Again, it's nitpicking a small thing, but it's just when we get to the playoffs, things like that are going to matter. You can't have that. And you can't you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You can't yeah. be giving up four fast break opportunities back to back to back. It can't, it can't happen. So another thing that popped up last night, and, and people continue to put this stuff out there, and I understand everybody wants the clicks, everybody wants the bites, but what is the deal with the whole Embiid versus Harden? Did I miss something? Did Harden say something bad about Embiid? Did Embiid ever say anything bad about Harden? I didn't think so. I remember remember when Joel Embiid got the MVP, Harden was the first guy to hug him, and, yeah. and they gave him. I think he gave him. Well, a even during the off season, they were all yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they were all buddy buddy. I in mean, the but just yeah. and, and I would ask uh, basically in the last sixty days with everything that went down from Daryl Morey's a liar to like I always thought Joel Embiid handled it right, and again you see. All these websites, and of course, the NBA, nobody does it better than that because everybody knows that's what they want. They want the drama. They want the clicks. But you go to it. It's like no one has an ego on this team. All right. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, like, was that a direct shot at, at, at James yeah. Harden? Well, there was, there was. It's got Yeah, remember the comment when James Harden said, you know, I didn't have the freedom to do what I wanted to do in Philadelphia. And then I am a system. And I think that, that started like that. something. I think that started something. Because gotcha. they, they asked Embiid afterwards about that. So this that. took the last 72 hours, yeah, I think last it's, three yeah, days. I, yeah, I think it's, you know, from that Harden press conference. Because gotcha. he asked Embiid after that. And then Embiid said, you know, basically, we gave him the ball all the time. He was the point guard. Like, mm-hmm. He had the ball in his hands. All of the time. So I don't think he was kind of directly coming at, like, you know, trying to be, like, you know, confrontational. But James Harden was the point guard. He had the ball in his hands all the time. He kind of, he was the, the you know, shepherd, shepherd of the offense. Led the league in assists. So, I mean, he, like, like, I don't think James Harden has anyone to blame about what, what's he, you know, what happened on the court but James Harden. Um, so I think that's probably where that's coming from, if I had to take a guess. All right. Yeah, see, I saw that pop up in the timeline. I'm just like, all right, I get it. You guys want the clicks. Harden, it's easy. But, like, Joel Embiid... In my opinion, never, you know, has talked bad about a teammate. You know, even with the whole Ben Simmons deal, kind and of he, thing. He could have, yeah, yeah, There's plenty of chances that we could have. I think he's yeah. always, not always, not ten out of ten times, but at least ninety percent of the time, said the right thing and uh, in a joking manner, have fun or, or you know, anything along those lines. But I didn't see that, so I was wondering where that was. All right, so maybe they're not out of line, and you know, they're on to something here. We'll see. Uh, James Harden, though. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> that? That highlight was everything. He is the system. Yeah, he's the he system of turnovers. That's for sure. He did. Yeah, two of them in like a sixty-second spurt. I didn't know the system involved Iron Eagle. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, that was the best part of it. I got it, and it goes right to him. He's like, I see it coming from a mile away. Oh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> Anyways, they are struggling. The Clippers, after that deal, it didn't take a lot, uh, a lot of time for for anybody out there with to, with a set of eyes to to lock in and say that it's probably not going to work. And good luck. We all know hard to want to go to L.A. because at L.A., um, I don't know what that team looks like next year because they all have opt-outs, and who knows what Balmer will do as far as you know whether or not he'll fire Ty Lue or whatnot. But uh, I just don't see that uh, that working out successfully uh, out in L.A. But what we do know, staying in the world of the NBA, and let's fire up DraftKings Sportsbook, take a look at some of the odds as far as the league is concerned. And last night, more of the same from Denver, and they're really impressive. I, I was hoping that they were going to be a little fat from uh, celebrating and, of course, you know, it's just tough to repeat, tough to bring it in year after year. Uh, but last night, that was an impressive victory as now they have improved, I believe, to 7-1 and one as well. 8-1, and one, excuse me. Uh, a nice victory that I was able to catch last night in the evening against Golden State. So, as far as the cream of the crop on the west side of things, Roy, to you, 
Is it Denver above all? Is there somebody on Denver's playing field as far as you're concerned? Or do you stand with the West, albeit under 10 games into the regular yeah, season? Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's on Denver's level. I think they're clearly wow. the, tier, the tier one team out West. Um, there's a couple of other teams, though, that, that are you know making some noise. I think I really think Golden State's going to be have a really good year this year. Um, that second unit with Chris Paul... That's been that's been running you know running well. Um, I'm a little surprised that everybody's bought into that you know so quickly. Dario, um, yeah, yeah, Dario, <laughs> Dario out there at Golden State. Go yeah. get a ring, Dario. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I think Golden State's probably the top of the second tier. Um, I'm not entirely sold on the Mavericks defense yet, so I'm not quite there. But Luca's just such, such a you know offensive genius that it's going to be hard to kind of count them out. But yeah, Denver as of right now, Denver's still. Far and away the best team in the West. Denver's eight and one, Dallas six and two, Minnesota five and two, Golden State six and three, Oklahoma City five and three, and Houston four and three. Houston lumped up the Lakers, won by thirty five, if I'm not mistaken. You got to feel for yeah. LeBron and yeah, no, no AD last night. Yeah, not not the best performance by the Lake Show at all. Um, I will say the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves definitely caught a lot of eyes and had a lot of conversation on the timeline after they beat the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Is this a case with the Minnesota Timberwolves? If I don't know, where do you stand on this one, Roy? Is it a little too soon? Like you gotta, there's levels to it. You gotta get to the playoffs. I know they have. You gotta win a series, maybe advance, get to an Eastern Conference Finals. Although that didn't work here in the six with the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still of the uh, the pay your dues do school when right. it comes to this kind of stuff. And Minnesota again got to the playoffs last year. We yep. saw Patrick Beverly crying, you know, when they when they made the postseason. And Anthony Edwards did everything he could to to win that series, that first round series for the Minnesota didn't quite work. They probably win a series this year. I think, I think again they'll kind of you know easily ease their way up into the top two, three in the Western Conference. This isn't their year, but they'll, they'll win a series this year. Hey, look, they're competitive. They're fun. Oh, whatever the world, oh, Cup, yeah. whatever this was this, this past summer. Like, he's your best player. He could be the face of the damn team. <laughs> he's your best player. He's the best player that you have Walker Kessler and these other guys getting more minutes than Anthony Edwards. It made no sense. You know what's crazy? When he came out of that, in that number one overall pick out of Georgia, like, I, I saw it. I don't know why a lot of people didn't, didn't see it like I did. I, I was like, he's, Far and away the better guy, the best guy in that draft. He absolutely is an overall number one pick, and he is. I, look, I, I think he's definitely better than what I thought he would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had no issues about him going number one overall, and I thought he could definitely be a, a leader of a franchise. But he's definitely taking the baton and and running with it. Yeah, I think I think there were some some you know questions of whether or not he'd love the game and would you know play hard or try hard enough to kind of take his game to the next level. That means they had no questions. <laughs> exactly. Like, that just means you're not half yeah. the league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, exactly. I remember they tried to do that about Trevor Lawrence too. They tried to say uh, he didn't love the game. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. It, we got to get a jar anytime Jansen brings up Trevor Lawrence's name. Uh, but I'm just I'm just saying like he's, he's right. He's right. But he's but right. Anthony Anthony Edwards there's nothing wrong with his game. None. <laughs> so everybody just had to come up with something. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, does he like? Does, does he, like he actually like playing basketball? I'm not sure. Or is he just tall? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> is he just gifted? Yeah. yeah. Only two games uh, in the association this evening: Milwaukee and Indiana. That game is going off at 7 p.m. Uh, it is a Bucks two point favorites on the road, and it opened up at three and a half. So money coming in on Indiana. Interesting stuff there. Pacers are five and three on the season. Excuse me. Atlanta in Orlando at 9:30. Um, the Atlanta Hawks on the road. They're four and three game in Orlando. They are four point favorites here on DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't know if Patty Wax will have a screen for the Bucks and Pacers, but uh, hope not. Uh, he, hope not. 
You see how many points the Pacers give up? All the like the Pacers defense is horrendous. Well, the only other <laughs> option we got is uh, is Panthers and Bucks. How about the Thursday night football watch party we're hosting the, tonight? The Bears again. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. We're um, we will be live at Patty Wax on South Street. They're teaming up with Miller Lite, giving away a pair of tickets to the Eagles and 49ers game. We'll be doing a live watch party. We did it a couple weeks ago um, at the Trap Tavern tonight. We're right back at it. Like I said, with our friends from Miller Lite. A lot of giveaways. Great, uh, great time. Uh, the, the place to be on South Street. And, of course, the Gambler gang will all be there. We're going to have Coyle. He's going to join the party. He's going to join the show coming up at 5.05. We're going to talk some college football with Ryan Coyle. Beef. Beef. Uh, Sean Bernard's going to be there. we got Powers. we got the whole crew. The Gambler gang will be there starting at 8 p.m. live. So come on down. We'll give those tickets away about halftime. I want to get into some NFL conversation on the other side. We'll talk about Thursday Night Football. Get some sicko bets. Oh, Joe Tan. He's coming through, supposedly. He said he was coming last night. He didn't show up last night. I also said I was going last You did night. say you were coming last night. You know, but who, I, I, I had you know who did? Kincaid. He did. Um, but before we uh, take this time, I want to get into this real quick. And um, I just, I'm going to offer everybody here the opportunity to say it if you want to. We're all friends here. Nobody's going to come out of anybody's throat. Nobody's here to, no, to school if you. If it's dumb, I'm uh, going to. Nobody's going to come uh, like uh, no, clip it and Uh-oh. say you said it. I am allowing you, Roy or John Jansen, to say, if you want, and myself, I put my hand in the air, question to me, too, as well. If I want to say this, I will allow you to say that Joel Embiid is the greatest scorer of all time in NBA history. If you guys believe it, you guys can say it right now. I'm not talking moving goalposts. I'm not talking top five. I'm not talking about anything other than what I just said. If you believe Joel Embiid is the greatest scorer of all time, you could say it right now in the comfort of our, our friendship here. Why would we say that? Okay. I'm glad that we're off to that. Start. Okay. Good. Um, I just want to get into this. I got no, I'm got. i not adding anything to this conversation. Well, I'm I'm actively going to boycott. I, I, need, to, I, need, to I need to hear this. this. I need to hear so, this logic. A couple days if ago, there, is no logic. there was an article written on NBC Sports Philadelphia. And uh, is Dan Roach, I want to say his name is. He, you know, he's been around the game for a long time. Uh, somebody told me last night he was like a producer on Daily News Live. He speaking of. Yeah, yeah he, so, well, he was. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, Booney. So, oh, so you know him. Yeah. Okay. And, and so he puts out, normally he doesn't put out content like this. I don't know. But all of a sudden, I see on my timeline a tweet. You know, uh, what are those? Uh, accruders or what do they call those people? Those pages, like Dom Kolminsky from the NFL. Oh, the aggregators? Aggregators. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Dom Kolminsky. I think he means Dove Kleidman. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dom Kolminsky. That guy. I'm going to start my own up. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, anyways, long story short is he was able to, Joel Embiid hit the 400 game mark in his career. Yep. And he went back and did some research and took a stat out of the 36 minutes uh, as far as points per game is concerned, and Joel Embiid is up there with the best of them, top three, maybe even leading, who knows. Uh, of course, you got Jordan and all that. Uh, and he made the case, and he said that Joel Embiid isn't one of the best scorers of all time in NBA history. He is the greatest. Strictly off of that one stat, and that one stat only, in my opinion. That's the only reason why he said it. He At the end of that article, he also said that uh, Joel Embiid, he kind of weaseled out of it. Um, where he said that uh, it, it wasn't so much that he was the greatest scorer of all time, that he was the uh, most efficient scorer of all time. Okay. So, like, lights, headlines, if you saw Joel Embiid's the most efficient NBA scorer of all time, eh, doesn't really grab you. Doesn't hit. Greatest scorer of all time. Now I'm in. Now you got me. Like, dude, what are you talking about? Um, 
here's what I know, John, and this is what I'm laughing about your reaction. Yesterday, I was peppered with people I'm coming at me on socials. People that I respect, like my guy KB, I love him, he writes for CBSSports.com. He's like, he's in the conversation. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of greatest scorer of all time. <laughs> Since we've already put away the fact that he's not, and, and I, with respect to him, to Dan, I get it. Like, we're in the content world. You did your job. Great yeah. job. Yeah. You don't believe that. There's no way you believe it. But to say that Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is even right now at this point in time of his career, one of the greatest <laughs> of anything in NBA history, where's the line? There's got to be a line that we all agree on. And even more so. And when I say line, like, don't you have to play double digits in years if you got LeBron James and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, who we would all say, right? Would we all say that these are they're uh, bet one hundred percent? Okay, better score than Joel Embiid. These guys have been in the league forever. LeBron James, you're twenty. Can we at least come to an agreement that, like, if you're gonna say anything about the goat, about goat status and whatever stat, you got to <laughs> at least play ten years at the very least. So, so ten years is your line. I think Jansen might have turned his mic off. I don't even know if he's going to. I think is, ten is, is ten. I well, just. Well, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just. I just have. I don't know what to add to this. I think ten. Is I don't. A good, I don't even think this is close to a conversation. Start. Did Gail Sayers play ten years? I, I'm, I'm going to. Jim Brown that. didn't play ten I'm years. Gonna, I, I was going to say Jim Brown didn't play ten years. Sandy Koufax. I don't think he got ten full mm. years in. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't know if 10 years is the line or not the line or whatever like that. Interesting. I will say this, and again, I'm not defending the article. I'm not saying Joel Embiid's one of the greatest scorers of all time. In terms of points per game of all, all time, Joel Embiid's fifth. All right? That matters on some level. Whether or not you played six years, whether or not you played 10 years. Incredible. Fifth all time with 27 points a game, something like that. It's a very impressive number. I've seen 10 better score, at least greater scores than Joel Embiid. Have to. I mean, it's yeah, like you, you got to like, you got to bring like, the eyes. Yeah, in. like LeBron and Durant and Kevin and Steph Curry. I mean, like there's probably five I was about guys. To say we're living yeah, in the time of yeah, the greatest shooter yeah, ever to play that. in the history of basketball. Right. Yes, right. and we're gonna say that guy's yeah. not the greatest scorer. Yeah. So right yeah, now. so yes, yeah. so we're not gonna do that. However, again, when you score 27 points a game over a seven eight year career, that's an impressive number. So my question, right, and I guess my, I guess what's what's different about the NBA now is that scoring. It isn't all about scoring. Like I think with Jokic, it's more about efficiency in every offensive part. Right. You know, it's it's like for Embiid, you're you're basically saying for a quarterback, you're only looking at how many passes he completes. You know, is he twenty five of thirty? That's great. But the thing is, not 
not 27 of 30 or whatever is not the same for every quarterback. 27 right. of 30, you could have 180 yards and you go, well, why do you only have 180 yards? Some quarterbacks, it's 300, 400 yards doing that. So, like, we're, we're talking about efficiency with the beat, and I know that he's going to have 48, you know, points in games or have over 40 points, all that, but the the overall offensive game for Jokic, let's just say it, is way more advanced than Embiid yep. will ever be in his offensive game. So I just think that that conversation's changed. So for score, like we're talking about a very specific part of, of an offensive way of, of playing, yep. which is obviously scoring a big part of it. But I don't even think in that area and be still. That's the that's where he succeeds the most. But I don't think it just sounds weird to say that he's the best scorer when he's not even nearly the best five to ten, probably even fifteen offensive player in the NBA. So here's another thing. Two things. First of all, he uh, in the article, he also said 400 games. It's all regular season. So how? How could you put that out there? Well, I will, how much would you put into stock? Oh, come on. You've got playoff. like, playoffs. Have okay. To, playoffs. Well, okay. So without getting nuts, because I feel like I've had this conversation 100 times in my head in the last 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, 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 like, yeah, what is the – we talked about the line being double Because I feel digits. like we include playoffs with NBA more than any other What's league? the percentage yeah, sure. that you have yeah. to talk about? If you're going to talk about something being the greatest of all time, yeah. especially with scoring, how do you not include the playoffs? Like, I get it. The regular season's important, right? You get seeding. They play 82. You, you cannot just push that to the side. But they play for a damn reason. It's to win it all. It's to win a ring. And I'm not talking about rings here, but I'm talking about advancing and winning playoff series and, and coming through in the clutch. Well, just performing well. And Joel, points per yeah, game drop drastically yeah. when he Correct. gets into the playoffs. Correct. So it's like, come on. If you're going to make the case that he's the greatest of all time, you got you, you can't just cut it off in the regular season. You can't do that. Also, the final thing I would say is this. Uh, with the whole thought, and I don't know the answer to this question, but 400, and Gerald's going to join us at 405. Had to get Gerald on the program with this one because he's going to go nuts. Um, so, uh, Joel missed his first two seasons. Mm-hmm. And the first, uh, the, the reason why dude wrote the article is because he had 400 games. So he had two extra years of building, maturing, rounding out his game behind the scenes, whatever it may be, to get acclimated to the professional level. Versus the other players that were listed on that on that list, whether it's Jordan or LeBron or anything like that, like that's definitely an advantage for Joel Embiid, right? The fact that he's a little older, getting to that number versus what the other guys were doing, getting to that four hundred two years sooner in their career. Do you follow me on yeah, that one? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, like you get two years again of you know world class conditioning, world class training. You're playing against you know world no class athletes, no pressure. You know, like all that stuff matters. And also, again, you got you have to remember. The game today is totally different than it was 30 years ago. Like they play at a higher pace. Three-point shot is way more of a weapon than it was before. Like, the average team today scores about 115 points a game. Jeez. We saw finals games in the late 90s where, like, the winning team would have 85 points, 90 points. Yep. It's a totally different basketball game. Like John said, scoring is so much different now. Scoring is great, but 40 guys yeah, average I th- 20 points a game. I think with the game. NBA, just, just using straight-up points yeah. as a way of saying – that's the best offensive player or best scorer. That's, that seems odd to me now. Because I think of, of Jokic as a better scorer, better player, but it's not, it's not always going to show that he's going to have, even though he's efficient, 20, 30, 40 points. I, I think he right. has more than Embiid in his career. I'm not sure what the numbers are with that, but I did see that Jokic does have a high volume of 20, 30-point games. Yeah. So it's, it's not like he's scoring as much as Embiid, but he's, a, he's contributing more offensively than right. Embiid is. Right. Look... 
I could not believe how many people were willing to come back and say, "Wow, oh, he's in the conversation. Like, he's not even in the conversation for me. For Like, at this point in time Yeah, in it's career, hard for me to just imagine him even in and, that And I'll just leave it at this, and I will follow up by saying, and, and Roy, you said it. Like, he's incredible. The numbers are through the, through the roof for seven years, and what he's been able to do, led the league in scoring two times as a big man. It's just nuts how good Joel Embiid is. But we just, the longevity has to be included in, into this. That's... That's that has to come with it. It has to come with it. And um, you know, so many people that were able to to, to just come back and say Joel Embiid was uh, he's absolutely in the conversation. I just can't do that because to me, I think you're dis- people are like you're disregarding Embiid's stats. I'm like, no, I think you're disregarding the rest of the NBA history by saying somebody like Joel Embiid uh, is the greatest of all time in any capacity. Also, the final thing I would say is, especially after what just took place this last year, like hand in the air. I got pro- proven wrong. Like, I was wrong about Joel Embiid. The Joker was a better player. Joker, like, yeah. I, oh, Joel yeah, I'm Joel Embiid, was, that as well. Joel Embiid yeah. was the MVP of the regular season all damn day, but he's not on the Joker's level. He's not. Until he proves us otherwise, like, I, I can't go there with Joel. We were proven wrong. Egg on the face last year. Do, do we not remember? It was only a couple months ago. Yeah. You oh, know? Complete, yeah, yeah. So I'm I, still like, trying to wipe that egg off my face. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, yeah we, we all we went to back for We're yeah. still getting our tweets pulled up by Denver yes. Nuggets fans. Yes. Remember you said this, Philly guy? I'm like, damn. I don't know. So that was my point. It's like, all right, like, do we have to continue to make headlines with nonsense takes like that? Like, we can't. We can't. We got to move on. But Joel is incredible, and the team won last night. And you know, the the, the sky is uh, it's bright for the Sixers right now. And um, I'm I'm definitely excited about what we were able to see last night with that victory over the Boston Celtics. All right, let's do this. Other side, let's get on and over to the NFL. We do have a Thursday night football game to get to. Some college football, big, big, big game with Penn State, and Michigan. A lot going on there. We'll give you the latest as far as Harbaugh's conversation is concerned. Some heated. Heated arguments I saw at ESPN today. I was good with Fine Bomb and Stephen A. and company and Mad Dog was really good television. Uh, but we'll hit on the Thursday night football game this evening. Once again, I'm all in my Eagles Kelly Green gear, courtesy of our friends over at Miller Lite. Ready to go. Join us. Come on out. Gambler Gang will be live at Paddywax in, on South Street uh, from 8 to 10 p.m., even longer. We're going to be a longer than that. But we'll give the tickets away around 10 o'clock at halftime. We'll be hanging out for the game, placing some sicko wagers on DraftKings Sportsbook, and uh, hopefully Bajan can score an anytime touchdown because that's where my mind's going. We'll find out what Roy has to say. Also... We will get into the world of fantasy football with Roy because uh, we got a question about a guy by the name of Keaton Mitchell Ooh. and the expectations for him moving forward. We're going to find out that answer on the other side. Roy Burton, John Jansen, I am Sean Brace. This is the Daily Ticket. We're back after this. Um, once again, that's topdoglaw.com. Just to let everybody know, there is a phone line to call in here. A number, 610-784-0501. It's on the screen. 610-784-0501. For anybody that tweeted me yesterday saying that Joel Embiid is on the way or in the in the conversation or even is the greatest of whatever in your, in, in your lifetime, in NBA history, please, you, like I said, we're all friends here. I'm not going to chew your head off because you got... A screwed up idea in your mind. Like, 
Yeah, knock yourself out. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. So uh, get involved with the conversation over there on the timeline or on the phone. And timeline is that Fox PHL gambler. All right, enough of the Joel Embiid conversation to start the show. We'll revisit that with Jeremy. He's not even the best player on the team right now. Ooh, spicy. Dude. Dude. Have you seen Tyrese Maxey? Yes. Have you seen Maxey? I've watched every game but two, I think, so far. I've watched yes, like one. I know. I'm, and I'll take, the, I'll take the under on it, too. And you, I had my eye mostly on the union when I was exactly. watching. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the union, real quick, do want to give a shout out as they did win last night. <laughs> advance in the MLS playoffs. And just to let you know, I know the three souls in this booth know that the Philadelphia Union are the most successful franchise in Philadelphia sports, bar none, the last six years. Last five years, 100%, I could look you dead in the eyes and tell you the sixth year, I'm a little foggy on that one. Um, I would even say the last, like, two years. They were much closer than the Eagles were to winning their championship. To me, it's just a, I think it speaks more of, a, I think it gives it more credibility with the longevity of it. Five to the, six the years. The longevity, versus- yeah. It's just, I mean, we we do have to admit how how close. I mean, they were seconds away from Ugh, winning the MLS. Don't remind me, seconds away. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's just, it, I mean, it's tough to to swallow that pill, obviously. But but they're they're close. No, because they made the Eastern Conference Finals and they had the carpet pulled out underneath them with the COVID nonsense, and then they made the finals. So they're they're a tier above the Sixers. But I will tell you. Oh, they're definitely oh, they're clear. They're the clear. Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. yeah, but he, they're clear. The Sixers. Now, the, the other, I need the some hardware. Teams, the other, I must say, the other two teams are the issue because they won. So it's like, all right, well, like, where do you? Well, the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles are the other team because they actually won. So it's like, where do you put the Eagles as far as are they better because they got a hard the hardware and the Union got what the supporters cup? Yeah, I mean, they got like, the supporters <laughs> cup. But it's like, look, they got a game coming up against Cincinnati. It's on the road. It's do or die now, right, Jansen? Is yeah, it? Yeah, do or die. It's one or done. So no more of the, the best of three. It's, Thank God. It's do or die. It's going to go down next weekend. We didn't need three games to see if the Union were better than the In rest. New England? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was ridiculous. But um, it is looking like, yeah, because they haven't announced that. I spoke to somebody the other day, or yesterday, a matter of fact, about it. It's going to be like November 22nd or something like that. Our conference, to, conference semifinals, November 25th and 26th. Schedule and broadcast info, and then it goes to the conference finals. So... Win against Cincinnati, and then you'll have uh, another appearance in the Eastern Conference Finals, um, and then the MLS Cup is set for December 9th. So I, all I'll say is they have to win this game. They have to win this next game. Or they will be viewed in that sixer light, in my opinion. No. I, I disagree, John. No. 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 What do you mean? What do you mean? Why? Would, why, would, why? why? No, <laughs> this core has already done so much. This is obviously a down year for done them. What? What have they done? They've been to an MLS Cup. They've been to I'm a right. couple Eastern Conference. What do you get I mean, for... We, I, I, I know we they want to win the, the hardware. Yes. They want to win the MLS Cup. Yes. I get that. But, heck, who knows if the, even the Eagles are going to do that. That's a hard thing to do. So I'm just they they've been great. Yeah, they, yeah, that yeah. is a completely different conversation I, than the I Sixers. Disagree. Sixers have had no shot of winning an NBA title. The Union have been oh, so that's, close. No, that's no 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 no. No. When you don't get past the second round, you don't have a shot. They haven't got past the second. You can't defend that. 
They have not gotten past that, the second you round. You can't say they, they have a shot at winning a title. against okay, Toronto. That's great, but you haven't got a, That okay, team could have won against, the championship. Okay, against Toronto, against Atlanta, against Boston. That just seems to be what they do. I'm not going to defend no, any other year, that. but I'm going to tell you against Toronto, that I was think it's their a little, year. I think it's a little bit different than you have a down year, and then you have to go on the road and take on the best team in MLS right now, even though I think the Union do have a really good chance of winning that one. Hell yeah, they do. But I, it's, just, I, that's, it's completely different. I don't have a price on that game yet. You got anything? I've not seen anything on that game. Yeah, man, come on, DraftKings, get that up. It is that a ways there. out. I oh, think it's two so. weeks away. Yeah, oh, two weeks. It literally is. Like I said, the twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Today's the ninth. That's the next time they're going to play. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Like, get me there, but you know, look, give me a number too. I want to see what that number would be like. Uh, you're going to get the similar season's never going to end. I don't think there's an end game. I think I think this season is going to go on forever. Well, the season does start back up in February, oh. so why stop in December or why stop in January? Just play right through 12, 12 months a year. You don't get a chance to go home and see your kids. <laughs> you got to play MLS. I know all these international players. You hey, don't get to go home. Hey, welcome, Lionel Messi. Now you get to play for twelve months a year. All right. Um, okay, let's talk about Thursday night football. Squeeze every dime out of Apple you can. We got Thursday night football this evening. We'll be live at Patty Wax. We're going to have. Uh, wagers wait, uh, wagers placed on all things DraftKings Sportsbook for this game. Bears are three and a half point favorites here. 38 is our low, low total. So the big thing for me, Roy, and I will start with you on this one, mm-hmm. is the simple fact of what we have seen so far throughout the course of this season. And the unders are the just uh the the play by so much. And yeah. especially in prime time moments in primetime games and here we are as i'm digging up the damn uh stats because i sent this out a hundred times and i just had it the other day but i will go over those numbers here you go you ready mm-hmm. right now as we sit um uh, last week the unders were 10 11 and 3 in the whole week since week five the unders are 48 23 and 1 a tick above 67%. Uh, since week three, 68, 35 and one. For the season, unders, 83, 52 and one. That's about 62%. In all primetime games this year, it's Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night. That's 22 and seven. Unders, wow. Yes. Uh, in primetime games the last four weeks, that's 10 and one. In Sunday night football and Monday night football, 17 and three to the under. Mm. In an international games, four and zero to the under. So that's how football's supposed to be. Brady. Thursday, Thursday night here, Roy. If I made you, we're back to real football. Give now. me yeah. a selection on thirty-eight and a half. Would you dare take the over? Well, the Bears have Tyler Bajant quarterback. Oh. The Panthers have probably the worst starting backfield in the NFL with Chuba Hubbard and Miles Sanders. Mm. And Bryce Young isn't a great quarterback either. His over-under for total touchdowns thrown tonight is .5. <laughs> so I will confidently take the under in this game. Who would you rather have, Zach Wilson or, or Bryce Young? Uh, well, Bryce Young, I mean, like there still could be something there. Whoa! I mean, like, I don't know if you guys... Yo, that's a, that's a, what the hell? <laughs> the reason why I feel like, why do we just go from 0 to 100 what? so damn fast? Because <laughs> yeah. the only... What happened? Because the only quarterback that's in front of him is 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 Zach Wilson. That's it. Yeah, but, but Zach, we know oh, what Zach Wilson we is. We know man. Zach Wilson. We know Zach Wilson. He can, like, he, he, can, he can play. Or, I don't think Bryce Young's playing like Zach let me, Wilson. Let me, let me yeah, change that yeah. up. 
Every quarterback's in front of Bryce Young, but immediately in front of Bryce Young at 30, uh, 31, I believe, is, uh, is Zach Wilson. I heard that today, so I was just cracking up. But, and I believe in Bryce Young. We will revisit that conversation. Do you? Yes, I do. Okay. Give, give, give him some, give him some talent around him. He'll be better. Yeah, he's got He'll no talent. Offensive line's a disaster. Yeah, hey, Panthers got to figure a lot out. Yeah. I'm not even that impressed with Frank Reich. I mean, it's just, no. it's been a disaster. It though. really has. Yeah. A to Z. So, you know what's bad when, when you get picked to Carolina and the other guy, number two, gets picked to Houston, we're like, oh, Houston's the better situation. <laughs> if Houston's better, yeah. then you got some issues. Dude, yeah. But, like, also credit to Houston. They 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 have built something really cool there yeah, nice that C- I can't wait to watch. C.J. C- Stroud. He's awesome. What his yeah, numbers are. Like, aw- awesome isn't even the word. Can we, can we, can we relax? He's throwing the ball down the is. field with such efficiency. Not thir- turning. He's up. amazing. I believe he leads the league, if I'm not mistaken, at 25 yard passes. And he's throwing at like 55, yeah, 50, yes, 60% yes. completion Amazing. percentage. When the league average, I can think I, is 35. Can I just say something real quick, though? What? Because what? I keep hearing one, I keep hearing three letters around CJ Stroud that we can just, move, we can just move past that. That's not real. That's not real. I, I can't believe people keep saying this. I heard Dan Orlovsky say it. I just heard Jordan Palmer say it. Relax. This is also a team that put up 13 points against Carolina. That's before. <laughs> yes, the only Let's, win for Carolina. CJ Stroud is amazing. Let's relax. Well, that's Orlovsky. That's his specialty to go crazy. But it's not just it's every it's not every. When you have to fill fill so many hours of of talk, you're going to say something. something. You're going to say something. And And why does he have to say something all the time? And and today, I saw in your timeline, Roy, you got me to watch this video. Him and Stephen A. were talking about buying a first class ticket for his wife. Yeah, did you see that? Did you did did you watch watch the uh, so what? So here's so here's. So so here's the thing. So apparently Dan Orlovsky is a cheapskate. I don't know the whole backstory. I know he doesn't use spices, but I didn't didn't know the cheapskate thing. Mega cheap. But anyhow, so Dan Orlovsky and his wife were going to Germany for a vacation. Mm -mm. And yes. He was going to the game to call the game. Oh, oh, that's oh that's oh that's why she's going going to work. She's going over there. Oh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. That's not part of the equation. If this is going if this is going where I think it's going. So anyhow, so so Dan Orlovsky, because I'm I'm sure NFL Network comped him the first class flight that he was on. Hundred percent that he was on. His wife, he bought his wife a economy class ticket on the same flight. However, when you you know when you buy a ticket, you can kind of go and sometimes I'll have a a thing where you can bid on it's the like possibility. Football. Right, you throw a bid in there and possibly they'll upgrade you to first class. So. He put in a bid of he said three to four hundred dollars, <laughs> and got his wife upgraded to first class because he won the bid. Okay, that's good. That's wild. That so he that bid. the first class flight, the first class ticket itself is like he said it was about ten, twelve thousand dollars. But Correct. he won the ticket. He basically won the ticket on the bid for four hundred dollars. Is that a thing that Dan Orlovsky should be doing, given the fact that Dan Orlovsky makes a pretty decent salary between his multiple jobs, or? Should he just kind of pony up? And the fact that I was was so ready to say, Dan Orlovsky, you better do better for your wife. That's ridiculous. Ten, twelve k is a lot of money, money. and he's going there to work. I would even, I would even say the wife's probably like, heck, no, my paying, no way. It's a lot of money. Yes, that's that's what I would say. So it hit me a number of different ways. First thing I would say, I'm sure they're rich. I don't think they're that rich, though. I, mean, I guess maybe yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Dan, I don't know. Dan Orlovsky probably makes seven figures. I don't think that's a. I'm oh, sure absolutely. He, I'm sure he does. Like, I'm 100%. Not, yeah. yeah, like I'm sure. I'm sure he makes a couple. They're doing well. 
Yeah, okay, like they're, then they're, they're, he, he, they're can buy, he, he, he can buy. He needed. Can he pull you up to ten class. grand for his wife? Yeah, for yeah, class. Okay. The, the, I, I, I just. It's sometimes hard for me to believe that. Yes, he's making seven. But yeah, yeah if he is. Yeah, the yeah. thing that bothered me is the fact that he got on there going, "We're going to spend it elsewhere. I'll save the money and spend it elsewhere." That's complete BS. He's not spending <laughs> it anywhere, and that's the issue. So no, you have ten thousand dollars that you wouldn't have had otherwise. I think it's that's what he was. Yeah, I hope that's what he was trying uh, to say. But uh, if you're making if you're making a couple million a year, you got you, a pony. Yeah, I would say you might see the pony up on this one. It's your like, wife. Like, 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 like I, I I forgot he was working the game, so that, I thought they were just going on vacation. No, and they both had coach seats. See, but, but I think that yeah. helps him more though, because dude, I'm going over there to work. Like I'm, I don't want to spend the money that I'm going to make that I'm going to work. Right. Right. Like that's a tough pill to swallow. 10 to 12K is a lot to swallow. Yeah, that's, that a, is, that's, that's a, a very pill. tough pill. That's a, yeah, yeah. You know, wife, look, she got it at the end of the day. It, it all worked out, but uh, Kimberly Martin was rolling her eyes at it. I didn't hear the other, uh, Molly. I didn't hear what Molly had to say, um, but Stephen A. was definitely like, you know, making him out to look bad yeah, on television. It was yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. But Roy, you came and you said actually I, I, agree I, with Dan O on this one. Yeah, but but now that again, now that he's work again, maybe if he's working the game, it's just a like he makes a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the more I think about it, like it's not us, right? No. Like, it's, like if it was, if it was us, there's no question. I mean, we're, we're I not ponying. That up. Like, we're not ponying up ten dollars. Like we probably wouldn't. That, pony I up. I cannot believe it's that expensive. It, no, no, first class seats are really Jeez. expensive. They're really expensive. So if yeah, if, if, like even if you scaled it down for us. I don't think we pony up a thousand dollars. So in the they're paying situation. Dan Orlovsky that much money, then also like, hey, we'll comp you first class. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. That wasn't yeah. even for ESPN, but wasn't that for NFL, NFL Network? Network. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. It's an international flight. Yeah, I'm sure he's getting comp first class. Yeah. The crazy thing for me moving forward is if I ever do fly anything like that, I'd definitely throw a three hundred dollar bid in. Yeah, I know, right? Like, yeah, let me throw a like, bid in there and what? see what see what happens. I mean, three hundred dollars. You can't, you can't. I mean, you can't lose, right? They either take your bid or they don't. You don't lose the money. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Dan. Yeah. Or you just work for NFL Network. Yeah. It'd be that easy. Me Third, and Devin McCourty. Just, just yeah. play in the NFL, have the most embarrassing play ever in the history of the NFL, <laughs> become an analyst, and work for NFL Network. Thursday night football going down tonight. And yeah. also eat the blandest chicken you'll ever see. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a character. But he's, he is didn't, he, did, didn't he say he doesn't like shower frequently either? No, or something he like said that? something on the lines of... Or a bath uh, towel. Was yeah, there a bath towel involved? Oh, he used the, towel, the same towel like for multiple... It was that. Yeah. And then he said the one he deleted. He deleted it because he was getting such backlash. It was like, in the summertime, how many times do you go into the pool and you don't have to shower? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. And he's like, I say two weeks. And people are like, wait, what? Like, you, you, dude, you jump in a club. Yeah, he's a weird dude. Yeah, he is yeah. a weird dude. Very weird. But he is good at breaking down film, and uh, he is opinionated. Yes, he is. So he's, he's, yeah. he's good at what he does. All right, let's keep it moving. Other side, Gerald Colton's going to join us. We'll get his thoughts on the Sixers' hot start. He might even pop in tonight. You never know. We might see him as he's been with us a few times as far as the uh, viewing parties are concerned. Always great to get Gerald on. Of course, no Eagles action this week, so that's a beautiful thing. So we'll just concentrate all of our efforts onto all things 76ers on the other side, the NBA as a whole. Revisit that uh, wacko conversation about Joel Embiid being the greatest of all time scorer. I mean, it's just wild. Uh, all that and more. And uh, also, you'll hear from from Sean Bernard a little bit later in the next hour as well. Don't go anywhere. More Daily Take It Back after this. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 